and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie podcast. I'm April Itmanski, and I'm here today with... Justin DeClue! And Colin Cunningham. And today, this podcast is a rockin'. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even recorded it yet. Yeah, how do we know? Or is this like uh, an encore? We've already done the main show and we've come back. <laughs> is it, ro- like, is it yeah. rockin' or are, are we on the edge of hell? <gasps> no! <laughs> Very well could be. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm torn between these two th- concepts. A rock and roll nightmare or being on the edge of hell. Well, one of them, one the I mean, they both have something to do with the film, but hey, let's not get into spoiler territory. <laughs> yeah, let's not spoil the episode that, you know, the title of the movie that people have <laughs> Well, mo- okay, so most people know this movie as Rock and Roll Nightmare from 1987. Uh, this is a famous bad movie, right? Yeah, I, Everybody I, knows this movie. I, I mean, yes? I didn't know it, um, what? but apparently no, know people it know who Thor Mickle. Thor, John uh, Mickelthor. Canada's <laughs> own jo- uh, Thor Mickle. I can't John say his name. Do you know John Mickelthor? <laughs> I'd heard uh, of him. I have met John Mickelthor when really? he did a screening of his oh. documentary at the Royal. Yes. This is crazy. So I guess this came after, um, you know, Anvil, the story of Anvil. Yep. It was like the story of like, you know, a famous Toronto uh, heavy That's metal That's a great band. documentary. It's really, really good. And um, so I... I been vaguely aware of Thor, John Michael Thor. Wait, was he in Anvil, or is that just another? No, no, no. It was Canadian another kind of like doc. exposing like a kind of famous Canadian uh, heavy metal band that really didn't like you know reach the heights of like Metallica or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then uh, I am Thor came out, and I, I still haven't seen it. I really want to see it. Um, and I'm like, I'm kind of vaguely aware of this guy. Yeah. And I, I didn't really, I, I wanted to watch it before I watched this movie to give it context or. He I, is most famous know. for starring in Rock and Roll Nightmare. Really? Yeah. Okay. Here's my question though. Do we know if Rock and Roll Nightmare is like your typical vanity project? I mean, he did write it. And produce it. Yeah. Yes, I believe. Yeah. And it is shot in Canada, and that's his own doing, I believe. Well, he's not from, the director, who's yeah. American. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, so he's from Vancouver, and they clearly shot this in Ontario. Because, well, the Ontario license plate. Yeah. And there's also someone who's like, we're the Mississauga uh, chapter of <laughs> yeah. the Tritons. So people oh, yeah, don't know, right. Mississauga is a town outside of Toronto. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, yeah, there's many, very many. I, I feel like it was funded by some Toronto council because he gives a, a shout out, which we'll get into later. But Well, it's distributed by Shapiro, who's okay. part of Shapiro Glickenhaus, who's a big American firm oh. who did stuff like um, Frankenhooker, the, the Exterminator, oh, yeah. and oh, other yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. which is probably why it got uh, a bigger release than it otherwise would have of other connexploitation <laughs> but like stuff. thor the band yeah was big uh, kind of no. big no it was not big. i have no idea uh, they, it was yeah. never big did I they think. cross over to the states uh, i'm no. sure some people probably knew about them right maybe uh, not really i know a lot of music but I, I mean I, you know what i'm not in the heavy metal scene so maybe yeah but you wouldn't I, you're asking the wrong guy someone so. let us know if you were a 80s metal hair it's metal weird band like i was fan. into 80s heavy heavy metal like you know but Iron Maiden oh, Judas wait. Priest like oh I was gonna say uh, Cinderella no uh, Def no Leopard. like Dio? you know like Motley Crue Dio like Black mm-hmm. Sabbath uh, Venom Wasp I don't like, all this sort of wait, stuff are, are, those are Marvel superheroes <laughs> 
<laughs> right? Uh, Ant-Man. Uh, <laughs> Aerosmith. Dr. You know, Strange. All, the greats, right? <laughs> all those guys. Toys in the attic, baby. <laughs> Poison. Yeah, I'd, mm, I'd Poison. really never heard of uh, Thor until like that, uh, the trailer for the, the documentary came out. And I was like, The oh, Hooters? Yeah. Who can forget the Hooters, right? <laughs> what? Was that a band? No. Yeah, they have the song And We Danced. It's not a heavy metal band. And we danced. Dun, dun. No? All right. Hooters? Yeah. The Hooters. Is the Hooters. I once made a joke of like, I saw, you know, when you would go to Walmart, that it would oh. be like the best of collections. Yeah, yeah. And there was one for the Hooters. And my friend was like, what the hell? Is it just like 10 covers of the one hit single they had? Like, <laughs> yeah. what else could it be? Or they always joke, it's, oh, it's the shortest. Uh, you know, I went to like Shoppers Drug Mart and they had like a, a CD. I always joke with my mom. It was like the best of bagpipe music. And I'm like, well, that's like the shortest CD of all time. <laughs> <laughs> because the best of is like one song. It's no, because like, it's all awful. Da, 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 it's all awful. Yeah, it's terrible. Do you think? Wait, what, what bagpipe music are you singing, April? That was Scotland the Brave. Is that a song? It is. That's Scotland the Brave. Do you think they play the Hooters at at Hooters? And we dance. Yeah, great music. But getting back to <laughs> Rock and Roll Nightmare. So this film was directed by John Fasano, who has a fascinating career. This is crazy. Yeah, so he yeah. No, you go ahead. good <laughs> later in life because he is, okay, supposedly one of the early writers of some of these films. Another yeah. 48 Hours, Universal Soldier, The Return. He also worked in pornography early on in his career, writing oh. Shauna, Every Man's Fantasy, which was directed he's by a, a favorite of mine, Roberta He's a regular Finley. Barry Sonnenfeld. Oh, I'm sure Will yeah. Sloan knows what that movie is. Um, I have heard of Roberta Finley, though. So And Die Hard yes. with a Vengeance. He was uh, uh, apparently a very well-known uh, Hollywood script uh, doctor. He's done yeah. a lot of sequels, it would seem. And he was a producer on Tombstone, that's, the Kurt Russell mm-hmm. movie, that's crazy. which blew my mind. Did he direct maybe some of it? Uh, <laughs> one of the movies I almost suggested for this podcast, but I wanted to go with something popular people would know. He made a film called The Jitters, which is a hopping vampire film set in Toronto's Chinatown. What? Wow. Yeah. A hopping vampire film not from uh, Asia. Not from Hong Kong, <laughs> Wait, no. So, so it has none of the dyna- uh, like dynamic action or any mm. of the excitement. Huh. Uh, it does star James Wong in one of the thousand film roles that he took. Wait, what year and, was this? Uh, definitely, was 80s? it the 80s? Yeah, I'm looking really? here. The Jitters, 1989 it was made. The Jitters like sounds like an 80s rockabilly band. I, I, feel, like, I feel like I may have heard, like read the name The Jitters in like a, a film textbook about Canadian movies. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. It's not very good. It has a great commentary track with the director and Farrell and Ray, and the director is just complaining that, oh, the producer took it away from me. That's why it's not good. It's like, all right, sure, whatever well, Why was Farrell and Ray on the commentary? Because uh, he released the film on his retro media oh, label. Cool, cool. But oh. so John Fasano, though, he was very well loved, like in cult circles. He was like kind of like a Hollywood guy he was always around. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, didn't he make masks or something like that? He was like into. Uh... That sounds about right. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. He unfortunately passed away just a couple of years ago at the very like in his early 50s. Yeah, I think it was like 52 or something mm-hmm. like that. Well, so he must have been pretty young when he directed this. Um, oh, yeah. 
Definitely. Uh, yeah, because yeah, it came out... It was 87. 87. Yeah. He had a real run where he it seemingly got to direct a bunch of movies before people got wise, where they're like, wait a minute. Because he made Zombie Nightmare, which is an MST3K classic, and Rock and Roll Nightmare in the same year, and then Black Roses the year after that, then The Jitters, and then oh. nothing till 2005. And then isn't Black Roses another like rock horror movie, Yeah, right? I, I believe that... Is it uh, Thor that's in Black Roses? Because it's about an evil heavy metal band that turns kids into the special effects that you also see in a rock and roll nightmare <laughs> yeah i think it i think it might be i, I haven't can't confirm uh, but no, uh, i'm looking here it doesn't look like it's thor it looks like okay. somebody else so I, was I, zombie I, nightmare uh it was the same year but was it done after this like that was with I, Adam I don't West. know i feel you know i get the feeling it may have been done after this because like he would have maybe met thor on zombie nightmare because thor was in mm-hmm. zombie nightmare and then it feels like they went and did a movie afterwards okay, like thor's okay. like come on let's make a movie and that's a <laughs> logical um, chain s- of events but i could be wrong i could Thor be wrong sounds like that when he he's like come on <laughs> hey god i mean he is so uh affable in this movie he's like, affable yeah. and very canadian For, yeah, it's, you'd expect it's so him to be canadian. like hey how's it going it's me thor I'm no, it's just like hey band. guys we're here to record our album he just wants to record <laughs> his album, record and album and everyone wants to have sex and he's uh <laughs> There is it's, so much sex in this movie. I completely forgot. Really, how un- much really bone uncomfortable. Town there is. Just uncomfortable. There's like one like section where it's just revolting. Okay. So anyway, the we'll get to The basic premise it. of this movie is it's kind of like a haunted house movie, but uh, uh, Thor and his band go to record an album at this haunted house, and creepy things happen. But uh, there's a lot of funny stuff in here, particularly at the beginning and the end. But there's so much. Filler, particularly Tons. in the middle, and that's not to say there isn't good stuff in there, but it oh, felt like there wait. was a lot. Are of you talking filler. about filler? Don't you mean the first fifteen minutes of this movie? Because if you, mean you love car- driving, <laughs> just cars just driving. When places. I said oh, the man. the beginning was good, I meant the first two minutes. Okay, so there there is an opening. All I could remember was the car driving, but there is actually an opening before that where uh, it's like a family in a farmhouse, and the mom is cooking breakfast. The dad is like. Uh, shaving in the bathroom with one of the most 80s shaver. I remember my dad having this electric razor. It was the one, you know, you Quite plug it into the wall. large, like, rectangular It shape. just looks like a, a like a big rectangle, pretty much. Yeah. And, uh, How have they not made electric shavers do good jobs yet? I don't understand. I, How I, have they not yeah. figured it out? Yeah, I don't know. But you guys don't like your electric shaver? Yeah, I, okay. I, yeah, I yeah. use an electric shaver, but it doesn't feel as clean a shave as it sounds like I'm gonna, about to be like manscaping. Who is the manscaped? <laughs> yeah. Manscaped, the, uh, which brings us into our sponsor. Yeah. So the the father is shaving. What's the uh, uh, the kid doing? The kid is like reading comics in his in his bedroom or something, and then the mom opens her. Uh, the fridge and you hear her you know scream there's and then a the giant dad, thing of mayonnaise behind her the dad rushes down <laughs> it's and a classic canadian mayonnaise just a <laughs> giant <laughs> industrial can of it we were trying to figure out what it was and she said you know april said mayonnaise i'm like no it can't be because why would you put that on the top of your fridge maybe it wasn't opened yet i think maybe it was maybe mustard or something or it was just a prop but then again like canadian mustard for some reason it's white like the color of snow (laughs) or you just use it by the gallon you know it is the industrial size isn't isn't like uh mayonnaise one of the go-to when you want to make like stuff in bulk as like flavor uh, exactly yeah yeah you know if you're making like you know egg salad 
you know, right. in, in bulk at a cafeteria. Of mayonnaise in tuna there. salad. You just <laughs> feed it just, to the hogs. It's like eatable or like you know edible newspaper. It's like mm-hmm. filler. <laughs> so yeah, it's, exactly. It's like we don't want to put sawdust in here. So it's also just, bad for you. So you know, gobble yeah. up. Whatever. So uh, we see a monster in this film. There's not yeah. really any buildup to these monsters. They're just no. usually just on camera. And w- I, <laughs> while watching this film with a friend, he said it best. He said, it's like, you know, the monsters in it, you would see making of documentaries at like 3 a.m. <laughs> on like a public access station. And this is like the monsters they would be showing. It's like, this yeah, is how yeah. we did it. They're exactly. very stiff. They, I, I, you know, I would take a guess. A lot of them were in like Halloween displays of some kind. Like it's, they would fall yeah. through like a barn door and be like. Arr! Yeah, it's not to say that they all look bad. They move bad. You yeah, know what I mean? Very stiff. Well, uh, especially the end one, which we'll get to, but I, I like the... That one looks bad. There's like no, these the little the ones. There's like these little ones that are kind of like hand puppeteered. Well, the little, like, you mean the dicks? They're yeah. like constantly <laughs> spitting cum? They have one yeah. big like eyeball, but... The, the Cyclops, but their, their mouths are kind of, you know, anything that's operated by hands, like a hand puppet, kind of has some sort of human uh, motion in it, which looks kind of yeah. cool. So, anything that's a sort of operated by wires and like strings looks really stiff and awful it's and terrible, you yeah. can tell that this is uh, as i like to call them the monster mush movies which is like whatever <laughs> was at the halloween store or like whoever had it yeah so you've got your monsters spookies. only show up once which is like somebody brought it for the day and then you never see it past that scene and uh the end credits every single monster has a different person credited to uh, yeah. so they probably showed up and they're like yeah i had this on my back porch I've been collecting dust here you go <laughs> i was th- speaking of spookies also winter beast i was yes. reminded a lot of winter beast okay because yeah. uh what with the different monster every scene yeah, now yeah. the little dick guy does show up earlier and then recurs later but right. he does generally Wait, that little dick guy though is completely disconnected from any of the action happening yeah like isn't he like at a bar at some point like smoking a cigarette <laughs> yeah yeah there's like a bunch they of smoke them. cigarettes later yeah there's there's a whole whack of them there's like these kind of starfish things with uh, mm-hmm. which reminded me of like the suicide squad which you just watched i think it's supposed to be the same thing the one eyeball guy anyway at the beginning the mom gets pulled into the oven by what looks like a skeleton yeah, you don't even see her get pulled in. The dad comes down and opens up the oven, and then this like skeleton head oh, just yeah, pops it out. Him. Like, and it was a like like anything in this movie holds a little too long on the yeah, <laughs> like, a little too. Uh, you, I mean, this film is sweating to get to ninety minutes. Oh, They're man. like, uh, I don't know, just add. You know, why <laughs> add new scenes when you can just make every shot one third longer? Which yeah, is like, actually what happened to the movie Beastmaster. No joke. What the Mark Singer one? Yep. You're kidding. Is that the producer took it away from Don Coscarelli uh, after Don Coscarelli handed in a 90-minute edit. And he's like, no, this needs to be epic, like Conan. And instead of adding new scenes, he just <laughs> extended shots. Ugh. Well, still got to see that That's one. That's terrible. That was what, good. Like, I actually happened? really like Beastmaster. So, <clears throat> like, but I would like to see the 90-minute version. I want to watch it again. I remember those little, like, weasel or ferrets, whatever. They're really cute. Oh, yeah. What, what, like, so what happens when you turn in a movie that isn't 90 uh, minutes? Like, you know what? I got to say, you get arrested? I am not a producer, so, uh, or I've never had to report to producers, but like supposedly distributors will not buy them unless they hit a certain time, so which is like, fucking insane. That's crazy. As a viewer, give me oh, a 60 yeah. minute movie. I'm not going to feel ripped off. I I'll think be that like, that's, oh, yeah, that's, that, that's what they're afraid of. People are like, I'm not going to buy a ticket to a 72 minute movie. That's not worth my time. It, it feels on. like movies are doing that now where it's like people... Uh, wouldn't go see a you know an eighty minute movie because they'd feel I heard ripped someone off say somehow. that was a China thing that like the, every movie mm. needs to be over two hours. 
It could be it's because like, my God. Like, foreign markets have an expectation for a longer movie. But I don't like, know. if I don't that's care. really the issue, how about you just charge a dollar less? But of course they wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. just, <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we made enough money, guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Especially those theater chains. They're doing uh, fine. Give me yeah. any time I see like, you know, a movie that's less than 90 minutes. Like I would 70, say theater, I would 77 theater minutes. Chains would be excited because the more like showings show you more have, yeah. yeah, the more people you get in. Get back down to 75-minute movies. People would love it. Nobody, nobody has, I, I, who would go into a movie and then come out after 80 minutes and go, oh, that's a ripoff because it was too short. That's actually I, what I don't like no, about film festivals, which that. is the movies often are shorter because they're independent, but they got to put that short in front of it. Okay, let's yeah. pick a short that's long enough, and sometimes they'll play two short shorts. <laughs> just let me watch the movie! <laughs> yeah, it's like, damn, can I just get to the movie I paid to take it for? You suck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give those short filmmakers who otherwise wouldn't have an opportunity to screen their yeah. work. Get it off the screen! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. No, uh, yeah, no, if I, I say short Oh, film man, film. it was like, you know when we would uh, do the October, April, you know, when October comes around and you start watching those like 80s. Oh, what's that sound? Is it October? Oh, <laughs> not yet. Oh. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, you start watching those 80s horror movies. Yeah. Oh, God bless them. All of them are like 85, 90 minutes. Yeah. Uh, 90 Still minutes too long, tops. The, the shorter it is, the more Some of them we are long. likely to watch it. And this movie is. Uh, I think it's an hour it's not 29. even 90 minutes. Yeah. But I did read that this opening sequence with them driving in the car was added <laughs> because they said it was too short. You would never know. I was rocking throughout it. I'm oh, like, the music's playing, the Tritons who only existed for this movie. Yeah, yeah it's, not a real band. They are driving the most 80s looking car. Or it's like the it's like one van. of those 80s badass vans. Which did you has, own a car like this, Colin? I, I did feel not. like Colin could have been one of these no, guys. No, no, no. But I, I, he doesn't drive. <laughs> I used to drive back then. But did you have your own van? No, of course not. <laughs> but you'd see these vans uh, around. These are very popular vans in the 80s, like the bubble windows at the side. Mm. So you don't, you know, you have the the fantasy paintings on the side. It's like the cliche <laughs> thing. Um, and then you'd have the kind of side bubble windows at the back and all the windows would be kind of bubbled out mm. uh, of like plexiglass or something like that and tinted. And the inside of this fan is so funny. It's like, uh, it's like maroon velour. Like everything is plush huh. velour. Even the, the, uh, fuck, what do you call it? The dashboard? The dashboard is it's like... the shagging wagon, Colin. Everything needs to be soft. I said this movie was a rockin'. I know. And this van is also a rockin'. Don't come What are you doing on the dashboard? The dashboard is well, like puffy velour. Well, this is a very horny movie, as Yeah, listen, you're throwing, yeah. you're throwing your sexual partner all over the place. You can lay on the dash. <laughs> I guess. So they get to this house, and there's a there's this awkward scene of them just standing out front wasting time talking Man, about what these evil dead there. ripoffs like they all feel the same like them mm. arriving them standing around them having a dinner all of them sitting at like a giant table and eating yeah it's standard um because then they have to establish the characters i guess wait can we talk about our characters i didn't catch all their names i like the guy with the archie fan club jacket that's I'm the manager i think his name is phil maybe the guy yeah. with the shirt with the guitars on it Mm-hmm. Uh, wack, yeah. kind of wacky guy. Yeah, and he he's has the like, comedian of the sh- the movie. Yeah, he gets and then, taken out first. And then we have yeah. uh, Stig, who's the drummer, 
who, with a very questionable accent that I well, only... Well, it disappears when he gets possessed. That's well, how you know it was fake. Yeah, so uh, I didn't know what the hell the accent was, but then later on in the movie, they call him... Uh, somebody calls him... Someone calls him like a wombat or a... a no, yeah. Oh, so he's supposed to be Australian then? Yeah. Yeah, so he I screws up... I thought he was up. doing like a British accent. Yeah, he's like, like playing... Well, that's what I thought. And then too. he's playing the drums and he breaks his drumstick and then goes... Somebody goes, smooth move, Wonder Wallaby. Oh, Wallaby. And then they call him like Mad Max. So I guess it's uh. like... He's supposed to be Australian. He's cool because he never takes his sunglasses off. Oh, that's yeah. how you know. The future um, is so bright. I got to wear sunglasses. Yeah. And he, <laughs> when he has his sex, he keeps his sunglasses wears, on. He finishes after like a minute. So then he becomes a monster and he was able to satisfy his Just partner, like all so. men, eh, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> Jumping ahead. But like. So, well, okay. But here, another character is introduced in this scene, uh, one that will come back again and again and again in every scene of the movie is the uh, the soundtrack. I was like, Oh, we skipped over another padding thing was an Evil Dead shot that seems lost and random as it's going around the oh, house. Oh, yeah. At one point it stops and seems to look around because it doesn't know where to it's go. It's just that tracking shot of like <laughs> the camera was on a mop. Maybe yeah. it was yeah. on a Swiffer. I say he's just holding it six inches above the ground and running and around. And running around. But it was so smooth. I think it's supposed to imply that it's like the little demon things, the little uh, I guess. Cyclops snake Oh, things. we didn't mention that there was... Well, we mentioned the little boy earlier, but um, he'll come back later. Yeah. And this uh, is 10 years later, apparently. Okay, so, well, you don't know that. So we watched the whole movie like, what the hell? Like, is this supposed to be the same house from the opening? What does the opening have to do with anything? And it's just like a throwaway line that John Micklethor says to his... There's uh, no, like, title that says 10 years later? No. John Micklethor says to his was. manager... Titles oh. cost money, April. They can't <laughs> afford to put that onto the negative. This is the 80s, man. Uh, and he goes like, so yeah, sure, like, no one's lived in this house in 10 years and he's like, yeah. I wouldn't pick a loser. So they've come to this house. They've got, what do they say? They've got one month They, in order to not to lose. To record their, 10 minutes of music? Yeah, in order to <laughs> not lose their advance, they have one month to come up with 10 minutes of good material. As but they also 10 say, minutes? Yeah, but That's they also say, we're recording our new album. So it's a 10 minute album. Or maybe they already have a couple songs and they need to fill the rest of I it. I want to think that that's like, you know, he, he flubbed the line. It was supposed to be like 10 good songs or something, but it's uh, like 10 minutes? It's Come very on. possible. Because what album is 10 minutes long well i mean if you're the ramones that would be like 45 songs right <laughs> yeah maybe it's like 10 songs so i should also point out this film uh had a budget supposedly of fifty two thousand dollars, really? which is nothing wow no. even in the 80s yeah it's and definitely that nothing. it was shot in seven days yeah i, I, I can see that. it and yeah. i kind of had the feeling that this movie was made up as they were going because I feel like the end wasn't planned. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I'm sorry. At the very beginning, it says written and produced <laughs> by John Micklethorpe. Yeah. It is a puzzle box, April. <laughs> but it, all the pieces make sense. Not like Lost. They weren't making up as they go along. If you go back and the revelations we'll speak of, it all clicks into place. You just don't get it. I man. also feel like the opening scene with the family was shot later and not planned. Although the kid does come back. Uh, but, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because the director's son. Oh, was, yeah. oh, yeah, that's right. I was very confused until I watched the movie a second time, and then it kind of clicked. <laughs> yeah. Hey. yeah, April, it's like, you know, Finnegan's Wake and stuff like that. you got to watch it a couple of times. <laughs> what like, is that, Art House Or Synecdoche, New York. <laughs> yeah. Everything yeah. You, know. you, see, you see new things each time. Yeah. I, I have to call out, though, John Micklethor's 
statements in this opening scene where they're all standing outside because someone says, why Canada? Oh, yeah. Why have we come to, to so Canada? So I guess they're from the States or whatever. It's implied that, I guess. <laughs> we just have very Canadian accents, but, you know, <laughs> well, we're from, uh, I don't know, Minnesota or something Yeah, they're like driving that. the van. First of all, the van's uh, license plate is Ontario, but then it has, like... <laughs> a, a, a USA sign just tacked on. So I guess it's supposed to, like, it's supposed to, I guess, maybe for the market... Make them hey, think it's like an American band. Hey, we needed to rent a, ba- a van in Canada. We're an American band. <laughs> but yeah, we're an American band, so just so you know. But we're anyway, an American bandy. Thor, hey, Thor pass gives, the maple syrup, hey. Thor gives like a glowing recommendation sta- <laughs> statement Canada. of Canada. This yeah. might be my favorite thing. It's Toronto. He says, why are we here in Ontario? Yeah, and he says uh, Toronto. the Toronto, the music scene in Toronto is blowing up. In fact, the whole city is. It's becoming number one in like arts and culture and music. <laughs> it's amazing, and I'm just like the NFB must have given them it's money. It's like funded they by the Toronto Art, Arts Council. I feel like they probably got no money because like this is such a vanity thing. This is past the tax shelter years well, too. Well, maybe so they, they no put money. that in there and then could have brought it to them and said, mm. "Hey." Canadian movie, uh, you want to give us a grant? You know? mm-hmm. Toronto's where it's happening, man. The music, the film industry, <laughs> the arts. Maybe <laughs> Thor just loves Toronto. I guess so, but like it just came off. He's, very... he's from Vancouver. Nobody in Vancouver it, likes Toronto. It's true. It came off very <laughs> advertisement. Yeah, it was almost like you know you're required to put this in. And he's not the greatest actor. No, but he's very funny. It's just like I don't know. He's he's very kind of like like he's affable. In his delivery. Yeah, yeah. And he just well, we should just point out as well. Look- that Thor is a bodybuilder and he won the Mr. Canada and Mr. USA titles. Yeah, Whoa. that's right. We were watching, we watched the trailer for the documentary and they showed that. He had a big mustache back in the day and he would like mm. do feats of strength at his like heavy metal uh, shows. Concerts, he would like, yeah. he would he bend would like steel bars. He still does it, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like just do crazy like show offy stuff. Yeah, he Love would it. blow hot, uh, hot water bottles, bend like uh, steel bars. And then but, in the dock, they're like, the doctors are telling me uh, I can't, I, I shouldn't be doing this anymore. Wait, it's like the wrestler. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, no, or it's like, like that episode of The Simpsons where Homer, Homer takes a cannonball the, to the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you take one more cannonball to the gut, you're gonna die. What's well, funny? Thor, I have to if you bring try up. to bend, if you try to bench press one more busty woman, like that could be the <laughs> yeah. end of you. I'm gonna do it for the crowds. Yeah. Um, so, uh, anyways, <laughs> Len Kabazinski, whose movie uh, Curse, Curse of the, of the Wolf, Wolf that we, we reviewed on the podcast, he's doing a movie called Pact of Vengeance, and he wanted it to be sort of like his Expendables, like the low budget Expendables. And he's got John Micklethor and Leo Fong from Low Blow. Wow. Who's mm-hmm. like now, Leo Fong is also an elderly man. He at is this like point. 94 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And he was going to have Matt Hannon from uh, Samurai, Samurai Cop. Cop. And also. That's a very, very low tier uh, uh, expendable. And the guy who is in that. Matt the, Hannon's the guy who, not even a martial artist. The guy that looks like. He, he doesn't have to be a martial artist. <laughs> uh, I know what martial artists you need to bring on this movie. Shuni B. Oh, yeah. Yes. Now he's too good. He's too good. Uh, and then we're going to get the guy who looks like Charles Bronson. You know that the guy? The fake oh, Charles I forget. Bronson. Yeah, the fake Charles Bronson. Like, he's not a real action star, though. <laughs> fake Charlie saying. Bronson. He's, like, he's not. He's not. This, this is not. But then, uh, so COVID happened, and then he couldn't get uh, Roberto Bronzi or something. So is he's still name? filming it right now, I think. Right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. But he's only got uh, John Micklethor and Leo Fong. 
Ah, uh, that's uh, enough. Yeah. And like, uh, I think some. That's a real collision course. Somebody from, it was like some girl from uh, like Impact Wrestling or something like that. Okay, I know we're off topic a little bit, but Justin, what was that other Expendables movie that you mentioned on Important Cinema Club that starred Cynthia Rothrock? Uh, the, uh, I mean, it's called The Expendables. Oh, no. I think is it, it really? Goes, no, it, that was like its working title. It came out as the very boringly called Mercenaries. Uh, but mercenaries. it had a great cast, which included. Include all your favorite action stars, Zoe Bell, of course, yeah. Christina Loken, Kristana uh, uh, yep. Loken, the Terminator, the Terminator 3, yeah. Vivi- Vivica A. Fox, Bridget Nielsen, and <laughs> Cynthia Rossrock. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And directed by Christopher Ray, son of Fredolin Ray. No shit. Wow. I didn't realize it was all female. Yeah. They should have called it uh, Hercenaries. <laughs> There's like a bunch of expendable ones. Like Mark DeCascos directed a really terrible one as well. That's like, uh, I don't remember the, it's like Mission in Manila or something like that. Ugh. That has like Olivier Grunner, Showdown in Manila is what it's called. Mm. Yeah. And it has Casper Van Dien, uh, <laughs> Carrie Hiroki Tagawa, uh, Tia Carrera. I Tia like Carrera? Could, I feel like you could do many tiers of these movies. Uh, Don Wilson, <laughs> Ma- Ma- Matthias Hughes, the villain from I Come in Peace. <laughs> this is all just people like that you have heard of, but are not doing anything right now. Yeah. No. It's like everybody. They're waiting by the phone. For yeah, we're for all the expendables. Huh? <laughs> yeah. uh. Olivier Grunner is in this film. Well, I gotta see it now. <laughs> <laughs> they should do what the expendables would just like, you know, uh, the, the Swayze and like Chad McQueen. Uh, and, they already uh, did. You haven't seen it? <laughs> yeah. Really? And it says like Swayze, Stallone. Uh, I think Frank it was Stallone. one it was... of the Delta Force movies. Uh, Wait, fuck. let me look it up here. Because I know that Billy Drago was the villain, so that's how I can look it up. Yeah, that was the one that always tricked me in the video store. It was like Stallone. Yeah, I believe it's called. Stallone, it... Swayze, and McQueen. But it was like Chad McQueen. Frank Stallone. Yeah, I don't even think it was Chad McQueen. I think it may have been like even a like lower tier. Oh, I don't think there is. Like, McQueen. <laughs> Lightning McQueen from uh, Cars. <laughs> Lightning McQueen the car? <laughs> Uh, this is going to bother me now because I know it's like Delta Force, the <laughs> next pretty, generation. I'm pretty Delta sure Force. it was Chad McQueen. Uh, Chad McQueen is so funny. Is He's got like son? a big gut. But yeah, it is his son. <laughs> he was in that, uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Who's martial the, Law or whatever it was called, those movies. Who's the one, who's that like British martial artist? Uh, I always say he looks like a more handsome Daniel Craig. Oh, Daniel, no. Um, the guy from Rage. Something Daniel. I want to say Daniel Bernhardt, no, it's but something that's Daniel. not correct. Oh, my God. Guys, listen to this uh, cast <laughs> for Delta Force 3, The Killing Game. Cassavetes, and by that I mean Nick Cassavetes. <laughs> Douglas, and by that I mean Eric Douglas. <laughs> Norris, and by that I mean Mike Norris. And Penn. Yes, Matthew Penn, and brother of John. No, it'd be hey, funny. Nick Cassavetes <laughs> is my Cassavetes. It'd be funny if it would be like. Oh wait, sorry. He's not uh, Sean Penn's brother. He's the son of director Arthur Penn. <laughs> <laughs> Completely unrelated Penn. That's no, not true, is it? It's not even. Yeah, the director of like Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> Hey, Dad, I'm in Delta Force. <laughs> Gotta pay the bill oh, somehow. I didn't know Sean it, had another brother. These, oh, no, he doesn't. Is this an Asylum yeah. movie? God. No, this came out in 1991. It was a Canon uh, video <laughs> release. 
Sadly directed by Sam Furstenberg, the director of such great American Ninja films. He did Ninja 3, The Domination. <laughs> directed by so-and-so Spielberg. All right, what was the name of that? Oh, yeah, his daughter was an equestrian. <laughs> what, was, what was the name of the martial arts actor who was in Rage? Gary Daniels. Gary Daniels. Oh, Gary, Gary Daniels. Daniels. Yeah, yeah. Just unrelated great Chad McQueen great was in a movie with Gary Daniels. Okay. Chad McQueen. Uh, I don't know what that one is. It was almost like a blood sport type thing. Where oh, firepower. Yes, that's the one that takes place in the Ooh, future, yeah. and there's some that. really bad jokes. And, you and think, that's the one that has um, the Ultimate Warrior in it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And you think that uh, Gary Daniels is going to be like the star, and then he kind of dies, and then you realize, <laughs> oh, oh shit, oh, I'm shit. stuck with Chad like Chad McQueen. I'm, yeah. I'm stuck with this like out of shape. Like that's a PM Entertainment joint, baby. Directed yeah, by think. the guy who did Hologram Man. It's not good. Yeah, it's it, okay. It, it's like I want to see Gary Daniels fight. I don't want to see like you know Chad McQueen this big gut and like drinking whiskey and like. Do you know the director and like basically the second head of PM Entertainment, Richard Pepin, is a Canadian? Really? Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, one of a friend of Peter's. It's his uh, her uncle. Oh, jeez. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right, back to what okay. were we talking about again? Uh, <laughs> Delta Force, right, okay. the next generation. We got thirty minutes well, to talk about the plot. Really? Thank goodness there's not a lot of plot in this movie. You're kidding? We're just at the dinner scene. I know, but <laughs> nothing <laughs> happens in this movie. Nothing happens in this movie. Okay. It's a bunch of sex scenes. Okay. <laughs> they they start rehearsing. No, wait, no, we have the dinner scene. So, <laughs> but what happens at the dinner? <laughs> what scene? happens at the dinner nothing. scene? It's just intro- you introduced to all the couples. Basically, one of the couples is like married. Uh, one of the keyboardists and the guitarists want to fuck each other. One of them's a bitch, and that's her person. Like, I want to say, like, the personalities in this, like, as you find out later, they're supposed to be like horror movie archetypes, but they're not even that well established. No, not really. Like, I can't even remember who is who. There's like the girl who plays keyboards and yeah. guy. Um, yeah, where's the magician <laughs> or the prankster? I think the prankster was supposed to be the manager because Aren't remember, in the same? He's, he's like, I'm cooking you guys dinner. And then he's wearing like a paper chef's hat later. Yeah, like, yeah it's like, that it's was like the a style at the time. It's like a greasy April. diner hat. But the, um, so then, yeah, they finished dinner and then uh, Thor's like, all right. He goes, guys, let's tune our weapons. Oh. We got rehearsal. <laughs> And then they, they go into the rehearsal. It's like a, oh. this big barn where they say earlier on that they built like a they 24 track. They can do 24 tracks. tracks. Yeah. That's too many tracks, guys. Yeah. It's, it's more than the Beatles. And then like they play their song and it's like basically just we a music live to video. Rock. It's yeah. really lame. All the it's music like, is so we lame in this live, movie. We live to rock. It's not terrible music. It's not lame. <laughs> it's rocking. It's right there in the chorus. We live to rock. <laughs> it's, it's generic hair metal music it's it not you know anything what this movie's missing it's missing like electric like uh, uh you know drawn onto the frame optical sparks coming out of the guitars and stuff <laughs> yeah that or something like the money for nothing video that's like, like on what, top they turn into cg characters <laughs> i wish yeah i wish it would have been something where <laughs> the movie would have cost five million dollars like in the year used, they used their rock to defeat like the devil yeah or something it's weird that end. he doesn't use his rock to, he uses like his flexing again we're getting ahead of each other yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah for a rock and roll horror movie the rock and roll is kind of eh, sidestep. It's like it's, 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 come at you. it's incidental to the plot. Well, we watch them play full songs. This okay. This recording studio, which I'm kind of convinced must have existed, like if they're shooting it uh, here, because first of all, like the kitchen that they're. Uh, like making food and stuff is a very kind of industrial kitchen. They have like the big in- coffee. Oh, so pie. you think it's like an industrial yeah. space in Toronto? I, that no, they I had? think it's like- an actual farmhouse. But I think mm. they've you know they've got like a McDonald's or like diner coffee maker there, which has like oh. 
uh, and then like all the food is industrial sized. Well, I have a feeling it's, it's actually it's for the bands. Yeah. I have a feeling it's Colin's actually. Colin's like place. a detective. He's like, where did they shoot well, this? Well, I want to say Look that, at that like, giant the, mayonnaise and that coffee maker. The, the, it's gotta the, be. The barn looks like a concert space. It does. So what? I'm convinced that they this the <laughs> this space was the actually. This first exists. version of Sneaky D's. Uh, who knows? But yeah. you know, uh, the the stage for a low budget movie, the rehearsal space, quote unquote, where they're playing. Uh, they show like a wide shot where the manager is up on a second level yeah. uh, recording. So I have a feeling this is a real space. Yeah, but so, I don't, oh, I sure don't it think is. it's a barn in the, in Mississauga. Maybe not. Maybe no, they it just... says they shot in Toronto, Canada. Oh, well, we got to so. find out where this was. It could know. have been like the original. It could have been the horseshoe or something. And the horseshoe's a lot smaller, but you know. Let's get on this. <laughs> Let's get on the case. I'm sure you know, we people can probably, have. I'm we can sure probably, they've like, looked into it. Yeah, we can email like John Micklethor, I'm sure, and get a response. Twitter mm-hmm. him. He's like, what? Stop. You <laughs> say I don't rock, April Admanski? <laughs> then I'm he shoots sorry, electricity out of the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to your podcast. Don't ever contact Please me Please call again. me John Micklethor is a copyrighted phrase. <laughs> You rock, you rock more than anyone. Yeah, but they have like, you know, they're supposedly re- recording, but they have like a light show going on. They have a stage. Yeah, while they're recording. All the girls are like, you know, rocking out, like listening to them and stuff like that. It looks pretty cool. And then, I yeah. hope people like the color blue because that seems to have the only gel they brought with them when they shot this movie. Well, I hope you like the sound. I like how they rented like a crane for one day outside of the uh, house that they keep cutting back to. It's like, ooh, look at the crane shot. shot. So is it around this time that our beloved manager gets seduced by, his name's Archie? No, it's Phil. He wears an Archie jacket, though, that says Archie Fanklock. Stig, the stupid Australian drummer, breaks his... a drumstick on the last From rocking too hard yeah, yeah he like hits the cymbal and it breaks and they're like smooth move wonder wallaby stupid mad max so he has to go get more now a woman seduces him i thought that this was the bitchy woman it's not i wasn't sure who like the naked women that show i was like are these the women that are in the movie because well, they All sometimes hair metal, are yeah. uh, women look the same to me because i thought that it was the bitchy gal but then later someone is credited as seductress yeah who is so actually how, john michael thought Thor's it was wife. the bitchy woman me too how uncomfortable is the nudity in this movie oh my god like uh, it's well, like I mean, oh like in this basement uh, she like awkwardly takes her top off and like gets caught as she's taking yeah, it off and he I think seems name- like he doesn't i mean that's his character but he also seems like he doesn't want to be near her yeah mm-hmm. her name is rusty hamilton Mm. Uh, great name. We, sounds we, like wife. not a real name. We thought that but. sounded like uh, a male stripper. It also kind of sounds like Rusty Shackleford <laughs> from Zanzibar. Yeah, Rusty Shackleford. <laughs> yeah. And don't worry, everyone's uncomfortable, but she grows an Evil Dead Two face and bites him. He's like, ah. And it's like the kind of uh, Fright Night face. Yeah, the big jaw yeah. like comes out. But yeah, yeah. and then they kind of just go, "Oh, where did uh, the manager go?" Oh, well, <laughs> the van's gone. Let us never speak of him again. Yeah. They look outside, the van's gone. They're like, "Oh well, he must have just left. Let's go to bed." So they go to bed. Okay. So, I don't want to spoil the ending of the movie, but I have a lot of questions about the revelations <laughs> that come later on. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, you know, uh, wait, if this was a story about Bart and Lisa, why were there all the cutaways of Bart and Homer looking for Lincoln's gold? (laughs) Because we cut away, like, everyone kind of gets their own time in this movie to have sex, mostly, and rock out. 
Yeah, it's mostly just like developing these couples. So it's like bitchy gal and uh, Stig. The, and Stig, the drummer, and he, uh, you know, can't satisfy her. So he goes <laughs> to the bathroom, and he's and like then flexing he's in the mirror, seduced by a. Woman? As usual, babe, the best. Yeah, so the, uh, the one minute wonder. The demon kind of like takes other forms and is always like somebody else it's, and it's then so, changes. I think this is just not the it's a low budget thing. Let's just use the actors exactly, we have. Yeah, yeah. So I was excited because like when he faces off against the naked demon woman, Stig, she like puts her hand out and he puts his hand out. I'm like, oh my god, is it gonna be a test of strengths like in wrestling? No. Are they gonna like lock hands and no. be like, oh no, it's no, it's just, that doesn't it's happen. just lame. And doesn't it just turn into a demon hand? Yeah, it just turns into yeah. like a rubber and he's hand. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like no offense, but like it felt like we made this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like How what dare can you? we make? We How could make a scary hand. Wait, did you see yeah. the end to that last? Uh, red letter media video <laughs> yeah it's fucking to amazing it to you, april if i had made this movie it would not end with a monster <laughs> hand appearing on screen wouldn't and someone's end. going oh but you know that's the end it would of the end scene. with uh, april like blasting a, a shot back into my face <clears throat> okay but <laughs> yeah, exactly. maybe i'm just thinking of that because that's what we did for the impossible horror indiegogo video you made my mm. hand a monster hand <laughs> and then i like crawled Whoa. across a tree wow justin's own actions used against him well that was yeah, like that scene <laughs> rocks though and that's part of a trailer <laughs> it was a not trailer. the climax of a scene it wasn't yeah it, that's what i'm saying though it's like each of these there's it's it's just ad, and i think i cut out that shot is it in the trailer i, think I don't like, know impossible I, horror fans i think like one by one <laughs> what do you call them uh impossibles impossible heads <laughs> no, uh, horror heads. impossible yeah, heads know. yeah impossible heads. But horror, yeah, horror heads. like every one of these scenes where uh one of our main cast is killed mm-hmm. or absorbed by this monster we don't really know it's, it's very like anticlimactic it's kind of like the thing Except if it wasn't yeah. tense. <laughs> but then, April, like, I mean, you can't have any violence because how then would you show it on public access Canadian TV so you could fill that Canadian content slot? But there's uh, still a lot of boobs. Yeah, yeah, but you cut around that. And you play it on city TV late at night. They can show breasts. They used to, yeah. And oh, there's man. also no swearing in <laughs> Do this they either, ever? I don't think. Yeah. yeah, city TV. Coming up next on city TV. So, city TV made breasts. me a man. What I don't... Oh, Mark <laughs> Daly, I love him. What, what I don't get about this monster is, so once it absorbs these people, say, or they get killed by a monster, it can now show up as, as them. Yeah. So Stig just shows up, and then he goes and satisfies his girlfriend. Um, Loses his accent. Why would the monster want to fuck... This girl, we don't know. I, I don't. It know. just. Ha- I think the monster is horny, April. Sure. And He's the he Lord of Darkness. But like, he can also like play the drums really good. <laughs> Apparently, amazing, better than Stig. This is like. Why doesn't he just change himself into a woman and then play with himself in the mirror? <laughs> Boom! Problem solved. This is yeah. like a, a running gag. They keep saying that like, Stig is such a shit drummer and. Uh, after he changes into like this demon, they're like, wow, he's Great. never been better. And no one notices his accent is gone. Yeah, it's completely I mean, gone. It could have led up to he impregnated the woman and she gives birth to a demon baby. Yeah, but I really thought happen. something like that was going to happen. And she's just thrilled now because she's like, my boyfriend is now awesome. Like, I, uh, I'm i happy. And then he, he, laid, he lures her in by the lake and she's like, you want to do it here? And he's like, yes. And she's like, well, I guess I owe you for last night. 
<laughs> it was so good that I'll just I'll just take my clothes off here. And it's like horribly windy. It looks really cold. And it looks so cold. <laughs> First like, of all, it is bright daylight. Yeah, it it's is the middle of the day. Glaring daylight. And people can like and see And it, it looks like shitty, uh, you know, Canadian uh, farmhouse, just yeah. so brown. <laughs> and yeah. like it's the middle of fall or s- close to spring, I would say. Yeah, it, it, it's like a pond that he brings you to. Mm. It's not, yeah. Oh, it probably stinks too, yeah. covered in bugs. <laughs> She's like, um, it's dirty and gross out here, but then she agrees to do it. And then it's like hand comes out of his chest. Like, oh, yeah, another like, hand. I'm ready, baby. Yeah. <laughs> a hand and it looks like the hand chest. has a little trouble getting out at first. It's like, oh, it's here it comes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hate to like dump on this movie because it, it, it I think they did the best they could, and oh, there sure, yeah. are a lot of practical effects, yeah, even yeah. if they are very minimal. Hey, They're look, there. I totally appreciate mm. this. I, I, I yeah, I give really me a Halloween it. monster that pops out of an oven, and I'm all in. And that happened within the first just, five minutes. There's so. too much like of the 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 sex scenes uh, that are just like go, going on and on. Listen, it's sex and monsters. It's Sal April and, and, rock, and, and both roll. Of them. rock and roll. Yeah, well, you know. Not the greatest. So, yeah, the woman gets taken out uh, by the monster hand. <laughs> There's an uh, insanely long sex sex scene between oh two my bed God. This is like the second sex... Mo- <laughs> well, first of all, there's sex like... Sex montage. The sex montage... This is... And that's Colin's favorite thing. Oh, this is montages. so uncomfortable. And this is like, you know... You get the vibe that you're watching like a snuff it's film like or something. Close ups of them kissing. Oh, but it's just man. like I, gore in this girl okay. in, the, in the, the shower. I think I was more offended by the how awful the shower was. It's kind of when like, you were <laughs> when you were saying like, uh, "Oh, it's so uncomfortable." I thought, "Wait, I saw this movie with people. I thought I had seen it with you guys." No. And then I realized, no, I saw it at the theater with a crowd full of people when Thor was in the audience. Oh God! So that was because it. it played after his documentary, and they were just going. Ugh. So what, yeah, we were like, yeah! It, it was probably... <laughs> Everyone in raincoats watching Rock Hollywood. I feel like so in a gross. dark theater, you can laugh at this stuff, unlike in like a uh, room Not if you don't want to get friends. beaten up by Thor. Oh, it's just like well, so... Yeah. <laughs> but it's like the they're in this like shower and just like tonguing one another and it's just... Like, yeah. And the cameraman like is just like And that's so, not his wife. I gotta reel the room vibe. But is there... It, it's like this... Uh, the, the horrible shower head where it's like these two like kind of paltry... <laughs> You're like, focusing on the shower sprays. head. You oh, need to clean that. I was, like, that yeah. I was more like, offended You're by... You're not gonna the, get any good water <laughs> pressure out of that? I, Gross. I was more offended by the shower spray than anything that was on camera. As a and home you know, you, Colin and April, we've all felt that <laughs> shitty Canadian shower, right? Where it's like... No, man. It has to be clean in ages. At people's cottages, yes. Yeah, yeah, at cottages. <laughs> but this thing is like a full shower head, but only two of like the little like <laughs> holes are spraying water. Straight. And it's like this just Maybe pathetic. they plugged it up because Thor was like, I need to see my whole body on screen. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to re- uh, expose my receding uh, real hairline. Real quick, there's a, there's another scene <laughs> that we kind She's of skipped over hairline. about the groupies. The fan club. Oh, well, it's so boring. It, it was is, easy to it forget. It is boring, but I did think, it, I thought the band manager's performance in that scene was really good. He's like, um, take your tops off. What are you here for, ladies? No, it's and he because starts, he's like, grabbing Yeah, so a bunch of yeah. women show up to just bother the band because they're fans. And it's like, oh, okay, this is a good way to, you know, have some more kills in the movie. Nope. They just yeah, get, and then they um, just leave. They just leave. Uh, they meet the band member who's like the uh, the possessed drummer, and he's like, "Take your uh, top off." It was off, the manager, ladies. actually. But yeah, oh, it was the manager. We'd or- right. already seen die. Yeah. So we, as yeah. the audience, know. But I think it would have been. Possessed now. I think it almost would have been better if there were no women to start with, and then this is where like 
new characters are introduced into the movie or something. Yeah, it but is. But who would have sex? It would have to be with each other. <laughs> yeah. which, well, it is like, we're here to do this thing and our girlfriends. But then they're like, gone, like, yeah. after, you know, in... 30 seconds, 60 seconds. So it's like, what was the point of even bringing them into the scene? 90 minutes, Colin. 90 <laughs> minutes. Or else, yeah, they get arrested. Um, yeah. So yeah, this horrible... <laughs> yeah, they come to your house. They're like, you submitted a film of less than 90 minutes. Okay, so They shoot you. Well, there's this horrible sex O-P-P. montage. Okay, so then we get like Thor... I was going to say whore. Thor and his girlfriend <laughs> in the shower. And then the um, keyboardist and guitarist who also hooked up in this montage... Oh my they're like God. finishing they have up sex for so long. I know. Yeah. And then they finish up and then they see this kid uh, who is the kid from the very beginning of the movie mm-hmm. uh, from the family that got killed. He kind of like leads them down into the uh, he runs out into the barn and they're like, hey, little kid, like what's going on? And then he's like, I'm a wolf boy. <laughs> Not yet. But then uh, so the music, the soundtrack is like this, I don't know, synthesizer pan flute. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the Tritons were a very experimental band, <laughs> so you get the heavy metal. You get like at one point a Halloween whip-off playing on the soundtrack. Yeah, it's very, very weird. So then mm. uh, this kid like leads them into I don't know the basement of the barn or oh, something. it makes perfect sense. He's the Pied Piper leading them to their death. Oh. Yeah, listen, okay. Uh, my book on rock and roll nightmare coming soon yeah. from Critical Press. Yeah, I understand it. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> so then it's broad daylight, and then he uh, very slowly turns into a werewolf and then uh, attacks them and kills them. And you kind of see, off screen. Yeah, you see, like, you see their shadows. You see the silhouette. It's like very awkward. Yeah. And then after all this, this goes on for very, very long, by the way, it cuts back to the house. Thor and his girlfriend are still in the shower. I mean, They're they got still- clean. Still. They gotta get clean. And it's not even that they're finishing up. They keep April, they keep going. Colin's like, just 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 clean the shower head, guys. That's just also clean it's clean. just that's a waste of water. It is so I it's mean like, it's cold by that point. I mean, there is not those water heaters don't last and fall. There's not much water coming out of that shower head, but yeah, it is it is a waste. But they're still in there and they still keep like licking one another. It's like, God damn it. Colin's like one and done. And by that I mean one minute. No more, no less. Uh, I think there's rules at cottages like, hey, nobody be in the shower for longer than five minutes because of yeah, the hot water. There's lots of rules. If it's brown, flush it down. <laughs> what? If it's if yellow, it's, let it yeah, mellow. That's the other thing. <laughs> what is that? Oh, yeah. apparently, well, you never heard with that? You, no. I, people at cottages have that like cross stitched in their bathrooms Ugh. and frames. Yeah, basically, like don't waste water, or I, I don't know what water pressure. I think if it's you when you're dump, on well water. Actually. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. you flush it. If you take a pee, leave it in the bowl. <laughs> I see. Essentially. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cottage life, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, no cottage life. That's for rich people. Yeah. I do not own a cottage. I also don't own one. Uh, I don't know anyone who has one. I've never been invited to one. Uh, I was no, a, my, my, I was a camping girl. I've never been invited. I tried. I tried. Uh, yeah, I camped growing up. You just go on like Craigslist, going like, please. Well, I have to say that uh, my stepdad and my mom own a cottage, and yep, yeah, that's it. I don't like going to it. <laughs> it's miserable. I went to it. Uh, through my young life and there would be 30 people there all the time what? like friends families wow. cousins we'd all sleep in the basement it was hell basement I of a cottage it. so it wasn't like yep, a, we slept in the basement of it the wasn't cottage. very big then. those cottages don't have basements uh it was it's it was okay it didn't have a second floor so it was just like a one floor at the top and it had a basement it was like on the on a mountain because it was like by a ski hill because the oh. p- people who owned it like skiing a lot and i think that's how it's like a my chalet my or something <laughs> Yeah, chalet. Okay. Swiss chalet. Swiss chalet. Oh. Your- I did have a friend in high school who had a v- 
huge cottage and I really? had been there twice. I mean, I'm sure their parents were very evil. Well, no, <laughs> no, like they, oil, were nice. they, they, they were nice. Oil barons They were nice. So we, a bunch of us went up a couple times. No, sorry, one time, and then another time, uh, it was just like the four of us. So we had Isn't all it weird room. how many people, though, that you know were like, oh, I'm just going to the cottage this weekend. I'm like, how? Yeah. How? Yeah. I want a house. <laughs> a, a townhouse. I'll take a townhouse. You got a fucking cottage? <laughs> That's a, I think that's a Canadian I'm kill you. thing. I think that's a Canadian thing. It's just like going up to the cottage. Like that's very common. Or a trailer, you know? It's much more common. I mean, trailer's was, different. Was, I went camping a lot as a kid. Me too. Uh, in one of those shitty trailers that you have to like crank up. The, to oh, get yeah, it yeah, yeah. A tent yeah. trailer. Yeah, and then you kind of expand. It yeah. It's a tent trailer. Yeah, we would, um, well, I would go with friends later on in my own, like teens and stuff. We'd go up to Tobermory mm-hmm. and we'd camp. We'd rent out a campsite and we'd just sort of pitch tents and stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, not in our pants. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but then we would um, uh, we would start renting cottages up in mm. like in northern Ontario. You just rent it for like May May two for a weekend. I've looked into it and like renting cottages is like so expensive. No, but the thing so was we would go up. People, right? We would go up with like say yeah. eight of us or something. Yeah. Mm. So, d- so divided, it. you know, say like three four days, it would be very affordable. Um, but then. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going. Oh, wait, is there like a horror story that's coming? You're like, but then, but then, then we day. accidentally killed someone, and I was the last survivor when that person <laughs> came back from the dead to take us all okay, out. Okay, no, en- enough for the cottage and camping talk. Wait, let's we gotta go back get to the movie. No. Let's get to the end okay. of this movie. Now, okay, which is now I gotta say, okay. this is my favorite part. The end? No, the twist. Which mm. I did not see coming. And I'm, I'm Night Shyamalan. <laughs> How could you? It was a script doctor. It is very random, but I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah, but I feel like it wasn't planned. Hey, who cares if it was planned? <laughs> they just were like, I'm hey, sure. what if we do? I, Thor was April, like, Colin, life isn't planned, is exactly. it? Exactly. You know, so, you just kind of you know, go your own you know, way. Uh, life just uh, is what happens when you you when gotta go your, your own way. <laughs> Was that Paul McCartney that said that? I think it was John Lennon. Life is what happens when you... <laughs> Life's just what happens when you're making up your... Uh, your cottage When you're trying plans. to make plans. <laughs> your cottage plans. <laughs> you're trying to make your cottage plans. Life's what happens. So what is the twist? Because Thor's the last survivor. <laughs> and then uh, it's his wife is like, I'm evil and I'm going to kill you now. Yeah, and he's like, whatever, bub. And he starts calling. Isn't he sitting at like a typewriter? Well, no, he's writing. He's writing lyrics just a, to... Just a shitty table. He's like, I got I to gotta get writing that love song that I've been talking about the whole movie. And then all the uh, little snake... Uh, Cyclops creatures are kind of like okay, you know. they're dick creatures. Yeah, Let's give whatever. them the proper names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then out. yeah, he keeps calling her Bub, and then he's like, "I know who you are, Beals a Bub." And it turns out that it was a whole ruse. He knew the entire time, and all the characters in the movie have been conjurings because he's the yeah, archangel. So he's a god. So it should be cleared up that every character we've seen was not really real, did not have their own consciousness. They were illusions. And they were illusions. illusions. And he's but like, they felt love. They got married. <laughs> they had sex in scenes where, by, like, by themselves. So yes. was it Thor who was having sex? Yeah. Thor. Like, was he, like, puppeting them? <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wonder. It he was, was like getting a, his jolly It was off. like a, a hollow deck. So he was like, uh, he was. <laughs> oh, no, it's deactivated. Now they're all real. <laughs> yeah, so he, like, conjured. He's like, I conjure all these characters based on, like, archetypes from like horror movies you know the one with the mask just so your minions could have like uh you know Ugh. characters to, to thor play is with. like a one-liner machine in this final oh, scene he's, he's like cracking wise 
Yeah. Um, so anyway, she turns into this really funny looking puppet. Uh, this is my favorite thing. Oh. The pup. Beelzebub himself. Like the arms. Looks like he's going to topple over at yeah, any moment. Not only that, but the arms are like a floppy in their sockets. <laughs> yeah. And they're hold, held up by strings. It looks strings. like like sausage It arms. looks like very like... precariously balanced on wires. Yeah. It looks the... like a high school play. Like yeah. more, It's yeah. a good thing that they have the one weapon to defeat Archangel Thor, Starfish. Starfish. That are thrown at him from off screen. Before that, though, <laughs> he turns into his, like, Titan, Triton persona. Oh, yeah. and, and he, he has flexes. A, yes, he yeah. has a studded... Uh, cod piece, yeah, yeah cod piece. He should have had a guitar and been like, oh, hundred percent. Speaking of which, yeah. this movie actually reminded me of a much better, similar movie. Uh, How dare uh, you, Slumber Party Massacre <laughs> Two, where the villain has a guitar the, the with, with, killer. A, with a knife drill on it. I think it's but a drill. that's also a movie that's kind of self-aware yeah. and ridiculous. But it's, it was a lot more fun than they, this. They movie. need some. Yeah, maybe. We may need to cover that on a uh, future podcast. You should have brought more rock into this, or at least, like, if you're going to call yourself Thor, like, have some lightning or something. Or, yeah, like, have a guitar, have, play like, it at a note, or and have like the Beelzebub be like, yeah, no, it's terrible. It's too much rock and <laughs> it's, roll. No, it's awful. It rocks too much. It's so out of tune. Yeah. And like the the mouth on this thing cannot even move. Oh, nothing can move. <laughs> so funny. It's it's, uh, quite, it's so it's, it's like funny. slowly being jiggled <laughs> and, about and by like. I give Thor credit. He's like, like he's really trying to make it look like he's, he's trying to sell it. Thor's yeah. like flexing. He's like, yeah. like when the starfish hits him, he's like, oh, like he's giving it us all in slow motion. Yeah, he's doing pretty good. Oh, our our Siri just started playing. I think it's playing Thor. <laughs> hey Siri, stop. <laughs> was, I hope it's playing it was, the music of John Michael Ford. Yeah, that, was, that other... was Reverend Horton Heat. Reverend Horton Heat. <laughs> yeah, it's like some rockabilly band. Some, somehow we said something that triggered our series. So weird. Um, but yeah, so this scene goes on for a few minutes. Yeah, he's doing his best to try to make it look like he's struggling and fighting this thing, but it's just like you know that he can't touch it too hard or else it's just going to snap and shatter. He has to have a delicate touch. He's a gentle giant in that way. I guess. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess he defeats it and then, um, uh, it's like, he, he kind of like, uh, says to it that, yeah, I know like Satan is always trying to get into our world from time to time and he's always going to be there to like stop it and defeat him. Yeah. So then we, he ends up in like a, it's very kind of poorly shot nighttime scene in a cemetery and he's talking right. to graves. I guess this is supposed to be the gravestone of the family from the beginning of the movie. That was my thought, but I mean, I don't know. He's like, I avenged you, but you can barely hear what he says because the sound is really bad. Because all his friends weren't real, so I guess the family from the beginning was the only real family. I think so, And yeah. the kid is just like, um, is he dead now? I, I, I think he's dead. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's dead. Rest in power, wolf boy. <laughs> wolf boy. And then uh, it ends with a very confusing shot, but I kind of figured it out the second time I watched the movie. It's just a random shot of an outside of a house. Mm -hmm. And then it does the... (laughs) It's your house. It could be anybody's house. I guess. 
Well, it, it does. Uh, speaking it does, of which, it, it's it's a suburb in Ontario. It's a suburb, and then it does the kind of dolly zoom, like the vertigo shot, which it did at the very beginning of the movie uh, outside kind the farmhouse of. before the family was attacked. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming that oh, Satan has found a new house to like enter our world. Okay, uh, that's your interpretation. It is. Uh, you're probably right, but that was really not super clear. Not at the first time <laughs> that we watched it. No. Um, well, let's go with that. All right. So, I thought April was going to have a radical, uh, different understanding. No. She's like, Thor is actually in hell and he can never escape. <laughs> or no, or it's you're watching it and now it's in your home. I just That's feel like happening. this idea at the end of the movie, I guess it's a neat idea. I think they were like, whoa, what if this happened? But I don't think it was necessarily executed so great. Um, April, though, what is your favorite part of the movie? Oh, I said it was uh, his glowing remarks about Canada. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Toronto specifically, Toronto specifically my yeah. town that I live in. Well, you know, the arts, guys. Yeah. Uh, mm. The film we industry. We got so many arts here. The housing. Not really. Uh, right. uh, the housing. Affordable housing uh, is incredible Don't here. look at housing prices. Uh, oh, boy. It's truly terrifying. It's the worst horror movie of all. <laughs> uh, so that's rock and roll nightmare edge of some what was the edge of edge of hell edge of hell yeah that actually makes more sense with the movie but rock and roll nightmare that's how you sell tickets right yeah do you think this ever that's how you sell that's how you sell tickets do you think this ever played in <laughs> theaters <laughs> uh yeah probably in toronto at like a drive-in somewhere <laughs> yeah um, anyway, I would I would recommend this movie, but I'm going into it with a caveat that the middle especially is very much full of th- uh, filler. Wait, there's a lot of padding. Wait a minute, April, you said, has this ever played theaters? Uh, yeah, it did, because I, I saw, saw it at there. the Royal with John McElfoy, yeah. right? Well, if you yeah. ever get a chance to do that, then definitely go see yeah. it. It's good. It's, it's got some, like, uh, interesting, like, character you know little like makeup things whatever it's In interesting it's very low budget interesting not interesting low budget sure. monster effects it reminds me of something that like the three of us would make or something like that well yeah whatever. as i was saying there's there's better low budget movies of uh, uh um what did you call it justin our thing would be better call it. I think ours monster would be better. mush uh, monster there are mush, better yeah. monster mushes. Monster Winter Beast mush. is one that comes to mind. That's for sure. Yeah, spookies. Yeah, yeah for sure. spookies. But if you are a Thor fan, then you're definitely going to want to see it. It's this. whatever, yeah. And I, if I, you like the, the rock and roll horror genre, then sure. it's worth a watch. Yeah, Trick or Treat, yeah, uh, Black or Roses treat. from the same direction. If you like rock and roll and horror, then listen to the jitters. Actually, I don't even know if Trick or Treat was better. I'd have to revisit it because it's been no, so long. No, I think long. I like rock and roll nightmare better than Trick Wait, or Treat. Wait, what was the one with Sammy Kerr? That's Trick or treat. Oh, that was way better. I don't really remember that having a lot. That has a really lame uh, middle. I remember, even though my favorite Mm. shot is, of course, the guy sliding down the stairs, where he's like, "Oh, oh!" There's (laughs) so many better scenes in that movie where he reaches and grabs the old lady. There's like a lizard monster in that. Yeah, he grabs the old lady through the TV, and he's jumping out of the radios. That's that's way better. Also, I think a toilet gets thrown at somebody at some point. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) it's a really long time ago. I watched that. Uh, but does someone get sucked into an oven? That's the real question. All right, where can you watch Rock and Roll Nightmare? Does anyone know? Uh, I think, yeah, it was released by Synapse on DVD many, many, many years ago. And there's probably some VHSs floating around on oh, online. Oh, yeah, probably. 
I don't know if you can still buy it there. I wonder if it's one of those, like, oh, now it's really expensive releases. Let me look. Rock and Roll Nightmare, Amazon.ca. Nah, 33 bucks. It's still very uh, available. Yeah, uh, 33 bucks isn't too bad. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think it's streaming anywhere right now. But if you can get a, a, you know, if you're interested and if you can get your hands on a copy, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe check it out. <laughs> and uh, if you want to email the podcast, you can email us at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at no such thing pod. And we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash no such thing as a bad movie. And if you're on the $5 level, uh, you get a bonus episode every two weeks. Last week, we uh, released a full length commentary for the great movie Parole Violators. Uh, if you uh, have seen this movie, if you've heard of this movie, or if you enjoy listening to us talk, you absolutely are going to want to hear this. Uh, lots of uh, <laughs> lots of musings, lots of stories, lots of uh, reacting to the movie. It was a fun time, and I think it's uh, definitely worth a listen. Yeah, one uh, the one warning story about you know swimming in uh, dark uh, water. If uh, yeah, uh, uh, if you uh, have a pool, <laughs> don't swim in black water. Yes, always that, treat your pool <laughs> with chlorine. Okay. Is what I'm saying. Um, and if you want to find me, I'm on uh, YouTube, Instagram, uh, Twitter at April Edmansky. You can follow me on Twitter at DeClue J, D C L O U X letter J, or on Letterbox at Justin DeClue. I'm on uh, Twitter, Sergeant Zima, S G T Z I M A. Also, uh, we recently filmed a little thing for Red Letter Media. If you watch the most recent Best of the Worst, I can't remember the number, but it was uh, Twin... Nope. Dragon Hunt. <laughs> yeah, Dragon Hunt. Not Twin Dragon Encounter, um, which was uh, a lot of fun. So check that out if you're so inclined. We did the ending thing. It was really fun. Uh, yeah, it's just a little skit at the very end of the video. That's on YouTube if you want to check that out. And um, that's it for this week. Next week, uh, I believe, is our... Uh, bad movie lottery pick so sign up on the two dollar level if you want to pick the next episode because you will be submitted into the draw you know what i'm gonna go in excited i'm gonna be like yeah i'm excited surprise us fans our last few ones were great pretty good and we're are some of our uh you know most popular episodes i loved the jerky boys movie and now i'm uh, i'm 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 slightly ashamed (laughs) actually yeah we got the jerky uh, boys and we got um uh, dr moreau league of extraordinary gentlemen too yeah that was pretty good that was fun Uh, yeah they've been good uh so yeah Uh, uh, all you have to do is be on the $2 level and up to be submitted to that. Thank you for listening and have a a rockin' good time, y'all. I'm April. Y'all? What's going on? Okay. Uh, Uh, You should be like, have a rockin' good time, eh? Yeah, you're gonna have a good Canadian Canadian sign up. Uh, Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I'm April at (laughs) Mansky. What is going on? What is going on, Justin (laughs) Clue? I'm Colin Cunningham-y. And remember, there's no such thing no as a bad movie. No such thing as a bad movie. Hey, pal, there's no such thing as a bad movie. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie. Oh, jeez. <laughs>